This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 190 of The Real Word. Ooh, word is up. It's a big <laughs> well, day. I knew, I knew we were going to get an ooh out of that 190. I, I never know what episode we are on until you, uh, until until you announce it. it to the world. Oh, well, there you go. All right. On, on this episode, we've got two rackets, both coming from Realtor Mag and a marketeer coming from Inman. As always, we will link up all of these articles. If you're on YouTube, please consider subscribing if you enjoy this content. All right, racket number one is a survey from Pew Research Center. Survey, have Americans. Have you heard of them? Have heard of Pew? Yeah, I have, hmm. P-E-W. I've, yeah. I've heard, I think we've actually covered Pew. Maybe you haven't heard of them. Survey, Americans want distance from neighbors. Okay, so what does that mean? Americans want more social distance from their neighbors. This Pew Research Center finds a shift in home preferences since the pandemic with more consumers saying they want a larger home even if it means local amenities are further away. Okay, mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. So what was it before? What is it now? Uh, 2019, before the pandemic, 53% of Americans wanted larger and farther apart homes, mm -hmm. but school stores and restaurants are several miles away. Mm -hmm. So 53% preferred that, 47% preferred uh, smaller, closer to each other. And in 2019, it references that that 47% was on the rise. So it, right. was, it was almost getting to a 50-50 I think we've talked state. about it. I think we've talked about this yeah. multiple times we, in the past about being in smaller communities, HOAs. We felt like before the mowing. pandemic, I said it multiple times in, in our market anyways, millennials and boomers wanted the same thing. Boomers were retiring, wanted mm -hmm. to be like in our little downtown areas. Mm -hmm. And millennials wanted the same thing, walkable being able to get to the coffee mm -hmm. shop without right. getting in a car, all that kind of stuff. Right. So uh, it was almost 50-50. Now it's 60-39. I don't know where they're missing one though. 60-39. 69% okay. you know, want larger, farther apart, but schools, stores, restaurants, several miles away. 39% want that smaller, walkable feel. Mm -hmm. Nicole, personally, where are you? And then where do you think most of your clients are fitting in now during the pandemic? It's interesting though. So I prefer um, a smaller lot and I like to be walkable. It's interesting. I actually am glad that I live where I live even during the pandemic because again, my children were still able to like walk to the green. Um, they were able to see people, um, you know, like again, people were constantly walking past our house. So you saw life, you saw like activity. Life. There was life. There were people and and it's interesting, though, because I do have to say that I, I think a lot of my buyers during the pandemic, again, we need to keep in mind, though, there were a, a lot of people coming from New York. So they were desperate because they were in high rises where, you know, they were afraid to touch buttons and elevators. They were desperate to have And if they were there space. for multiple years to get out of a shoebox and have a sprawling four right. acre lot, yes. it's very attractive. 100%. And, and a lot of them were then, you know, reevaluating holidays, you know, like this is where we want to come. It wasn't just going to be a summer home. Like where can we come for Thanksgiving? Where can our family come for mm. Christmas? Um, a lot of them were looking for if it wasn't like ocean, they wanted a pond so that their kids could fish. They were really looking for this to be a full experience. I have to say, though, that I even if you weren't coming in from the city, I think that a lot of individuals were because we are. We were spending a lot more time at home. I think we'll continue to spend a little bit more time at home where, you know, it was nice to finally see the kids, you know, really sort of participating in in outdoor activity. But for me personally, I love where I live. I have a small lot. Um Byron saw a photo that I just took down trees. So I literally can see. We'll get into that in the next Inside racket. of a firehouse currently. Yeah. 
but I still love it because my kids can walk to the green. They can walk and grab milk. If they want to get an ice cream cone, they can do that on their own. Um, so I'm still very much a supporter of being close to everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the minority before pandemic and after pandemic or during mm -hmm. pandemic, I should say. I'm in that minority of not necessarily needing to walk. Mm -hmm. uh, you can walk to to things where I buy where I buy my real estate. You can walk to things. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't. Do walk you? To anything. You don't no, walk. I don't. No. What I like is being very close to everything. Like the highway. Highway, shopping. Yeah. I want to be very close to all those things. Right. And so that's where I tend to invest in real estate and live. Uh, it makes sense to me because those locations are going to Keep be their good locations no forever. matter what in the future. Yeah. Like we saw rural, like, rural locations where we live in Connecticut really take a hit for many years so many because they're years. so far apart from everything now that you know that last mile amazon is starting to figure that out it's it's less as uh important maybe to be close to shopping well i think it's i think it's less important well i think it's also again highways and 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 work it's a lot less yeah. important because people are able to work from home but i guarantee you some of these people again if, especially if they're not if they're not accustomed to or know the towns yeah. as soon as they have to start going back to work they're going to see just how far away they are from just getting to a highway or a main route or And you you got to let's face it you got to be a really good cook if you're going to live in the middle of nowhere you know you've got to get all your groceries or have somebody deliver yeah. them and then or you're you need spend to the make sure a child doesn't go to a restaurant if it's an hour because you're not driving back to pick up a cleat you have to go buy new cleats or a new you know, sneaker Nicole White can martini it up and just and just stumble home I down never the sidewalk cook. so <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. do horrible in rural uh anywhere but now I do I believe this survey is one of the more accurate surveys that For we've sure. seen. I think this is accurate from what we're seeing yeah. with our buyers and and I do believe people want these larger homes and it's flipped. I didn't think it was going to flip until we went Jetson mode and, and you had flying cars and more maybe self-driving cars. Uh I didn't think it was going to totally flip till then, but it has flipped. People do want larger spaces. If they've got, you know, a family of four or five, mm -hmm. they want that many bedrooms so they can have offices and, mm -hmm. and private TV TV rooms and all this this kind of stuff. The way I live in my home, I don't need a lot of space. I'm an office guy. So whether I'm in Connecticut or I'm in Florida, I'm going to the office to do my work the majority of the time. And, and when I'm home, I'm home. And I'm usually trying to be like, hey, let, let's get out of the house and let's right. let's go to a restaurant or go somewhere, right? Well, and you have parks nearby too. I have parks and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, I, And I like having access to that. I can see totally the other side where it's desirable for people to have their own farm, mm -hmm. uh, to have a really large yard, to right. have everything Enough right room there. room for a pool. Yeah. I mean, pools are I, a huge rise right now too. I don't mind how close my neighbors are in both locations. Well, you share a wall. I'm not, yeah, in both. You share in both. Walls. I have the, the villa set up yeah. in Florida. They're, 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 it's basically the same exact thing as Connecticut. It's two units attached to each other mm -hmm. in both in And you're both friendly, locations. I imagine, with both. You know, I don't prefer to talk to neighbors, so it's, yeah. it's, it's odd. You'd think people that live close together want to like socialize and all that stuff. I don't go to any of the social events. Uh, I choose not to socialize with my neighbors at all. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're there. I respect them. Obviously, they're there. They respect they're me. They're home. Yep. 
Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't pay him any mind, right. you know, at all. I'm just, you know, that's, I go about my business mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I guess it would be, maybe I would change my mind if I had an overly friendly neighbor that like, really wants to neighbor, neighbor up. Oh, that would drive me nuts. You'd be coming over for looking for not sugar, but booze all the time. We ran out of Tito's again. I don't run out of Tito's. <laughs> I don't. That's <laughs> one. That's one. Out, what are you guys doing over maybe, there? Maybe I'll run, well, out of a, I'll run out of a lime. You hang out with your neighbor all the time. Oh, across the street. Lots. Yeah. Lots. Very neighborly. Very neighborly. Yeah. I, I, I that's we like we thing. like we pool our food together yeah. and we cook whatever we do like smorkish boards. When I was young, I think it was you're cool. Missing out. I when, think, I, I think. when I was a kid, well, you now have children, so they need right, they need right. Some... This, this is where I'm going with this. Yes. When I was a kid, our my parents were friends with. Well, really, my sister was was friends with. Um, she had a friend. Believe it or not, she had a friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not a believer or not. Uh -huh. Anyways, yeah. she had a friend, <laughs> and a uh, and so my parents got you know together with their family, and, and they had a, a son. So it was boy girl, boy girl. Mm -hmm. Parents got along. So their parents ended up buying the lot next to us and building Be because you guys were so friendly. They wanted to move to that area, and they were friendly, and it all just kind of worked wow. out. And once they moved in, it was awesome. Like you, you know, I could just run over there. Try to throw a rock yeah. up against the window. And I think it's great. Try to, you know, get my buddy yeah. to come out. But now that I'm older, I don't want anybody coming out, just popping over un unannounced. I don't like an unannounced Popeye. No, so, no. I don't know that many people Not do that anymore. That. It reminds me of that. What's who's that? A uh, Italian um, comedian. Um, yeah, Sebastian. He always Sebastian. What is yeah. it? Oh my god! It's okay. the. I'll have to show Maybe throw you a little uh, bit up on. Oh, him. it's the greatest bit ever about like Sanka and having your entomins and you know you, you used to have all this stuff prepared. It's so an that entomin. Entomins. Not edamame. No entomins, like the brand entomins, like it's. Oh, the cookie! I know what yes. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So your yeah. your parent, his parents would yeah, buy yeah. those things in preparation. That's for, an old school for call so, out for right somebody there. to pop by. Like, your mother had a little entomins. Be some Sara Lee crumble cake just in case company came over. Like they would always be like you weren't allowed to eat any of that because That's that was just, for the that was for the guests. Just for the Popeye. And he says now, you know, people knock on the door and like everyone's like commando style, like who's <laughs> here? Like hide. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. you gotta play that one. That one's a funny one. Anyway. All right, racket number two. Do fences boost curb appeal? Nicole, your thoughts on this question? Uh, it's a it's a it's a it's an interesting one because I I have to say there's there's it's funny it's funny. Are we putting up the photo of your uh, current situation? Oh, that's a, quite a situation. Bobby's saying no. Thank you, Bobby. Yeah, it's quite the situation. Um, but anyway, I, you it's, took you took basically down I twenty down, foot, thirty foot arborvitaes. They were probably thirty feet. They 30 were thirty foot. years old. There was and there was twenty eight of them in between my home. And I live right next to a firehouse. So when I was I was 10, my parents planted them because I live in the home I grew up in. My parents planted them. But now it's gotten to the point where our house is now rotting and the firehouse is now rotting. So we we took them down. So they're down. It, it's been less than a week. So we're still on step one as much as I want it all done. But it's funny because, you you know, there's so many, again. Talk about living close together when oh, you just have arborvitaes that are. Arborvitae. Yeah. And it, I have arborvitaes. I, I, I kept other arborvitaes on the other side of my home so I don't see my neighbor. And then in my backyard is a church. So I kept those arborvitaes as well. But anyway. I, I digress, but um, I, it's funny because I so many so many 
again, I we're, we're I'm referencing buyers that aren't local to the area because we get fence questions all the time. Because I do think that in a, in a lot of locations, fences are are normal and and sort of to be expected. I don't know that it's well, necessarily well, expected that much. Well, here. the key takeaways here: are homeowners must look up municipal regulations right. before installing a fence. Always. You can't just go slap a fence up. Right. Lattice work and horizontal and like, boards ha- yeah. are popular for contemporary fence styles. We'll get into some of these fence styles yep. here in a second. Darker neutral colored fencing can be can make a garden pop mm-hmm. and add curb appeal. So yep. let's get into these styles and then whether you agree on on whether they add the curb yeah, appeal. Yeah, I love it. Go ahead. What are you doing? No, you, you're going to d- describe the. Uh, oh, what are we going through each of them? The popular fence styles. Oh, there. Well, there's so. I mean, that's what we're doing. I thought we were going through the numbers. Let's just pop up the little chart. Here's yeah. the chart. Fence materials. Yeah. Uh, fence materials. I really think it depends on what you're remodeling. using the fence for, though. A lot of people use so, chain links for pools. So at the top, you got v- wood vertical boards. Yeah, love the vertical. Um, then you've got these uh, chain and horizontal. Link. My, I'm a huge, I'm a ho- horizontal lover. Chain link, wood rails or timbers, mm-hmm. iron or steel, mm-hmm. aluminum, plastic or composite. Mm-hmm. Those always end up just like falling down the plastic component. Well, but they're the easiest to clean. Those are really easy easiest to, power to buy wash. and put up too, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, masonry and others. So out of the options here, what's your favorite? Well, again, right now I'm a I'm a huge wood lover. I just like the natural wood going up. Again, I'm I'm huge into the the horizontal look right now instead of it being the vertical. But I again I think for for ease and maintenance, I do think that um, you know, going with the plastic or composite is probably the, maybe the right move. But I think it really also depends on what you're what you're trying to block. Is it on a deck? Is it a property line? Are you putting it up strictly for pool purposes? Again, a lot of people put those black chain link fences up for pools and they actually go black with it because but, they disappear into into the landscape. So, so. Yeah, if you have our like, you know, pine or arborvitaes right behind the black fence, then it looks fine. But if you just have a chain link fence with no landscaping abutting it, yeah. it looks like crap. For maybe. In my opinion. Well, unless, unless you, again, a lot of people sort of have like a nice fence on either side and then the back is just a chain link. So at least you're not cutting off, like if it's an open space, like a, like a yard or like woods. Yeah, you want to keep So then it just, it, and something. if you go black, it just disappears. A lot of yeah. people do. And obviously it, co- it cuts down on costs. Like a chain link is right. way more inexpensive than any composite or what have you, you know. You know, I, I had a neighbor once, I don't have this house anymore, but they didn't keep up their house at all. Yeah. It was a total dump. It was yeah. the eyesore of the neighborhood. So the fence it, was helpful. It was a total pigsty. And the fence they had put up and the fence was like uh, okay, yeah. So the, fence, fence. so the so fence needs to come down in that we situation. We took the fence down, <laughs> yeah. but then the fence comes down and you're looking at this junkyard of a home. Three, four cars in the in the yard, a camper, you know, one of these kind of guys who's got a little bit of everything going on. Yeah. So we had to put up the new fence. We, right. had, to, we had to make sure with the, the municipal town. regulations, yeah. we put it at like a foot, we gave up a foot of property to put it on our fully on our right. property, so we didn't have to even. You know, he comes over like, well, "Why didn't you guys include me? I I would have thrown in, you know, missing like five teeth and all this kind of stuff." Easy. It's like, hey, you know, we're, we got it. We're gonna we're gonna put the fence up. We right. got it from here. Yeah, we're putting it on our property. You want to put another fence up on your side on your Do property? It on your side, Go yeah. ahead. We can have yeah. we can have three feet between the fences, but we got it. It's on us. You know, don't worry about it. And so we put up a really nice fence, but it was very expensive. You know, They're not cheap. But does it bring up curb appeal? Absolutely, one hundred percent. When I sold that house, I would have gotten far less money mm-hmm. 
had that fence not been there and we were looking in mm-hmm. to the collection of crap yeah. going on in that yard. No, I definitely think it helps with, with curb appeal. I, I think that you could also get really creative with it too. You know, if you were on a budget, like, you know, th- I think that there's lots of what you could have done a panel and then maybe an arborvitae and a panel and arborvitae. I mean, there's certainly ways to keep your costs down, but I think that, I think what's great is that there's so many options right now. So get creative with it. Make that be sort of part of your landscape instead of it being part of your divider. So, but I love it. Fun fact. Yeah. With more than 320 million linear feet of residential fencing in the U.S., mm-hmm. uh, then it goes into to a whole other thing. But that's according to Maryland-based Home Innovation Research Lab. So 300, there is 320 million linear feet of residential Fencing. Oh, but look, he also says that um, desire for privacy showed by an increase of average fence height from six to six and a quarter Ooh, feet over the last quarter. year. Gotta have that quarter. It's, it's, it, the, the fences are rising. It's going up. The fences are rising. These are turning into walls. All right. <laughs> Easy. All right. There you go. Racket number two. I don't think it's a racket at all. And, and I think no, if you're I advising a, a client who doesn't have a fence and, and certainly has an eyesore wherever they're looking, get that fence yes. up before you go on the market. But, all, but also for what you mentioned too, if if the fence is swaying or doesn't look good, I mean, I would maybe even have someone come in and try and straighten it. It, it I might mean, be better if you have a pretty view to take it down. It all depends on what's on the other side I of guess, the but I feel like if you're seeing a fence that's like, then people are like, shit, now I got to buy a new fence. So you might just take it down. If the, say, yes. say the fence is swaying. Yes. And the neighbor has a perfectly manicured yard. Yes. They're out there cutting the grass with scissors. Are you talking about someone in particular? I'm just saying, if that's your neighbor. You know a neighbor that cuts their lawn with scissors. I saw him actually the, the other day down. doing the same thing. T-shirt off? Uh, no, t-shirt it, was, off? it was on. It was He's on. always got the T-shirt off. All right. He does? Oh. Market, marketeer of the week. Ryan Serhant on building a personal brand. No one is just an agent. Hmm. Completely agree with what they call in this article, the master of marketing who shares five simple tips tips for building a personal brand that will further your business and bring in leads. So let's go through his, Ryan Serhant's five tips for building a personal brand. We've been talking about this forever. You got to build a personal brand. Mm-hmm. You got to build a brand, a personal brand. You got to be the last mile in your marketplace. And so Ryan says, number one, figure out your core. may sound like a buzzword, but any strong brand needs to start with understanding what sets you apart from other agents. Are you the funny one? Uh, Do you work in a small or unusual market? Do you like to bake? Okay, do you like to I bake? Think, or, I think you, I I, I think you would question, actually but. answer yes to all these questions. Do I like to bake? You, you're the funniest. I'm not funny at all. You like to bake. And I don't like to bake. I, none of these are <laughs> applicable. I don't think the baking is even applicable at all, but... Ryan goes. On I don't to say, know. I think if you do like to bake, though, it would be you could actually do a really interesting sort of show where you're you're baking in each of your listings' kitchens. Yeah, and you're we highlighting. Had, you know, it's a realtor um, mag article. We almost did as a marketeer. She was doing that. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I think it's, especially if you in like to cook. Kitchen, yeah, I think and and because you know I'll be honest, I look up. I may never cook, and and but I spend a lot of time searching, um, like menu items or things that maybe one day I will eventually cook. But you know what's also good about that if you really enjoy cooking. Yes. You can then throughout your cooking class, you do a cooking class each week in a new listing. You say, oh, I just love how they have the stove set here. Right. It makes it so easy yes. for me to, to Here's, yeah. pull it out and do this. I don't yeah. know. Is that what you do? Keep going. All right, there you this go. is fun to listen to. All right. Uh, Ryan goes on to say, no one is just a real estate agent. You have a life. You have a personality. You have habits and you have characteristics. So 
uh, kind of figure out your core and include all those things into mm-hmm. it. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, run with it. Once you settled on a niche, take it as far as you can. Get good photographs, write regular posts, tailor specifically to that audience. So really dive deep, really center all your content, whether it's the post, the blog, the video, everything mm-hmm. around what your uh, core is. Okay. Uh, number three, this is the big one. This is what I want a lot of people to understand because too many agents are missing number three on his list, but still keep it real estate focused. So even a two minute glance through Instagram will show which agents have a personal brand and which agents have a personal profile in which they occasionally mention real estate. This is the big one. A lot of agents out there are just posting family, pets, and then they make an occasional real estate post every once in a while. It's gotta be the reverse. You've gotta be, if you're looking for business, me personally, Byron Lazine, the only reason I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever, is to attract more real estate opportunities, whether that's a new agent recruit, whether that's a new uh, listing referral from an agent to help out the team, whatever. I'm on social media to help my businesses. Did you see my request on so, Snap last night? I got into Snap last night. Oh, good. I'll I'll, I'll accept you. Don't worry. I'm in. I'm in on Snap. I don't know that you have to accept people. You don't have to get accepted. Yeah, I, I think accept, you just you I can accept you for, 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 for Snapchat's big with the young peeps. Yeah, Anyways, good with the young. My son I, is on it now. I stay true to myself. Yeah. I would never be on any of these. I might actually be on Snapchat thinking about it without businesses, but I would never be posting on on social media regularly Mm -hmm. if I wasn't in business. Mm -hmm. So occasionally, Mm -hmm. I'll sprinkle in the other stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're only sprinkling in the family and all this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. then what happens is people just see you as a great family person, but not a killer Hmm. in their real estate needs. You've got to let them know. You can't be a secret agent. You've got to let them know that you are in real estate, that this is what you do. You do this for your community all these types of things that you're the expert. You've got to remind them continuously, weekly. I mean, if you love posting the other stuff, I would say try to go one for one. If you really enjoy mostly posting the pets, Hmm. the family, I would at least try to go one for one. For every one of those posts, get a real estate post in there. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Ryan says go more real estate focused. Do you think think it doesn't matter? You can go more family folks and people are just going to have to remember that you're an, a- an well, agent? Well, I, I don't think he's, I, I, I just don't think that he's talking about, he's talking about a niche. So he's talking about if you like to bake, don't just have it be about no, the cookies he, you're eating. Here's a quote from Sir Heron. You want people to know you as right. the one who sells real estate of course. for a reason. So, but my, but my, my point is, is that these two were to, together. So we wanted you to figure out what you liked. So I don't even think that this necessarily means your family. I think it means if you do like to bake and that's your big thing, run with the baking, but make sure it has something to do with real estate. I do post about my family probably quite- you post real estate as well. I do post real estate. I do post about my family quite a bit because I'll be honest, I need my family posts in order to like re-engage people sometimes. If I do a real estate post, maybe sometimes I'll get like a, a few engagements, a few likes. But if I do like a family post, I could actually like re-trigger my algorithm to then do like a real estate post next. But you're probably doing what I just said, one for one. One to one. I do one I bet to you one. you are. I think on my I Instagram, look. I keep away from my family a little bit more, but on my Facebook, Your I Facebook do personal use my profile, Facebook. And, and Facebook personal profile is maybe the one platform 
where you can go a little bit heavier on the on the family yeah. and stuff because you still get a, a great organic push Because I sometimes get really aggravated at people's personal that are just so much real estate. I get it. I'm sure they're, and I know that they're doing tons of business. That's just not, I'm I mean, spitting think, out. That's just not authentic that, to Think myself. about the people that are um, really hammering it that yeah. are that are like top, 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 top 100%. producers. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's working, working. for so sure. So it's, it's what you want, right? Yeah. If you want more business, attract more business. Ryan finishes up this one and we'll go to the next two. Yep. We're saying, if you're not reminding them of that and you're not connecting that real estate to your brand, to mm-hmm. your personal brand, that real estate that you do to your personal brand, then why would anyone remember you? So think about that right. if you're too heavy on the other stuff. Yeah. Um, number four, work with your brokerage. I would say work with your brokerage and or team, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Ryan used to always say everything team. Now that he has the Sirhan brokerage, he says He's everything brokerage. brokerage. Yeah. He's become a big broker now. Well, so he wants to, you know, get kind of eliminate the house, team language. So- the, you know. the Sirhan house is beautiful. Congrats, mm-hmm. Ryan, on that. Yeah. Uh, so work with your brokerage and or your team on enhancing your brand. They likely have a, what he says, some type of marketing brand and infrastructure yeah. built in that you can leverage for your 100%. personal brand. I mean, there's got to be, t- I mean, the amount of assets that we get emailed to us every week to like post out. Oh, from our brokerage? Yes. Absolutely. William yeah. Ravis does a great job of doing that. They do that. a great job of but, each week giving you like assets. But also post. we do that. For our team, and then, we, and then we yeah. allow agents to. My only point is that if you're like, oh, you know, like, and, and do more stuff, just utilize. Yeah, yeah, it, just kind of use. Do it. Let your dollars stretch out further. That's a great way to do it. Um, and then be ready to change your brand. While consistency is the key, that does not mean you have to stick to an image of yourself that no that you no longer identify with or that's not serving you. So be we ready to love adapt. Changing our love brand. changing. Nike was once known for basketball shoes and running shoes only and now it is known as an apparel brand Sirhan says. If you look at any brand you'll see how it adapted to stay flexible. I think that's exactly what makes a brand long lasting. Ryan has been the marketeer of the week for obvious reasons. He is in this space a marketing genius. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a really good article. You can you can read a little bit further. We'll link that up as we always do. All three articles are linked. And if you enjoyed this show, please, if you haven't already, consider subscribing to the YouTube channel. Consider sharing this content with somebody else who can benefit from it. And Nicole, what do you? What else? Any final thoughts from you? Or we're going to see them next week. I feel great. You feeling great? I feel great about it. I'm going to go put up my fence now. Put up that fence, Nicole. We'll Mm -hmm. see you guys next week. Keep it real. See you guys.